0: Thank you for listening to Get Authentic with Marcus Ogden. Technical facilities and services have been provided by the multi Multiformat Network, multiformat.net. another elite episode of the get authentic with Marcus show I'm your host Marcus Ogman on today's episode we are Mr. Josh Carney but we bring up Josh to the stage I want to thank two of our amazing sponsors Ventive, the preferred app of the get authentic with Marcus show they help you create any app software and or development to help you scale your business and my Care Fluent. They help you get your loved ones the care they need while you're working to take care of your loved ones. We thank both of you for aligning your awesome brands with our show. Now, here he is, Josh Carter. How you doing, there, Josh? Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, sir. I'm doing well. I see you have a nice little, a uh, little, a uh, little basketball hat on there. We'll talk about that <laughs> in a second, Josh. Before we get rolling. What does the word authentic slash authenticity mean to you?
1: Yeah, I I would say um, authentic if you're referring to a person or you're referring to the way somebody carries themselves would mean how they act when nobody's really watching, right? And if they're that way within their, when they're in front of people and when they're in front of their family and when they're by themselves, that's the authentic version of them. So uh, that that's the way that I have to think about it is um it's uh it's the truest form of you which is who you are when no one's looking at you
0: yeah you know Aristotle said that your character is what you do when no one's looking and mm-hmm. I love how you said it's being the truest version of yourself and being okay with yourself when no one is looking because unfortunately right Josh a lot of people in society tend to judge tend to make you know accusations. They tend to say, well, you're not doing this or you're not doing that. And then sometimes, unfortunately, a lot of times, Josh, if you're being successful, people want to hate on you because unfortunately, they don't want to actually do the work themselves to get to that point. So I love your response. So Josh, give our listeners a little bit about you, where you're from, background, and what are you doing today kicking butt in corporate America or in American (laughs) work in general?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh I was actually born in Jacksonville, Florida. So um I'm one of the rare breeds of, of absolute diehard Jacksonville Jaguars fans in the world, a longtime season ticket holder. And uh uh I I came up in Jacksonville and I was in a single parent household. Um grew up very, very, very poor, um, was was homeless briefly uh when, when I was eleven. And uh we we moved around and moved into some government subsidized apartments. And I realized that that's not really where I wanted to spend the rest of my life. I wanted to do more. And uh, I started working full-time at the age of 15. I'd get out of school. I'd go straight to my little retail job and I'd work 30, 35 hours a week while I was in school. Um, Got out and immediately realized that sales was kind of where I could thrive. Um, The ability to, to talk to somebody and convince them uh, to buy a product or to, or to invest in something. And so I started moving different kinds of retail sales jobs, went through circuit city, went through other places. And, uh, and eventually that led me to um, realizing that it takes a special kind of skill to sell to one person, but there is a, a true, a true, true skill in selling to a million people. So that pushed me into the the world of marketing. And I went and I started at a little company called website pros at the time, um, which was, Um, A small um, website manufacturing business that was for small to medium sized businesses. We had about 200 employees and I started there um, and started learning how to market online. This is when every business had to figure out how they were going to build a website, how they were going to be online, how they were going to sell their products um, and so I started there and I worked my way up very quickly, became a corporate director of marketing there um, after about spent about nine years and then that took me out to a bunch of different opportunities. I started getting recruited um, um, from other businesses, other business types that took me to California. and from there my marketing career just kind of took off. Oh, I started um, uh, working with uh, within different sectors, including the financial sector. And that f- got me into launching my own agencies because I realized that, you know, if I can make other people a lot of money, I could possibly make myself a lot of money by having my own business, my own company. So I launched an agency out in the Bay Area focused on tech startups and um, and, and financial education firms. And from there, the, the career just took off. And uh, I, I moved back to Florida to be close to my uh, to my mom and my stepdad um, because they're older. They needed me. And I launched a secondary agency here that focused specifically on the financial education sector. So um, those companies that are teaching people how to trade, et cetera, because I know that industry really well. And uh, I launched that, um, turned it into a seven-figure agency with my co-founder, and we became one of the most uh, popular agencies in the country, specifically in that sector. And during that time, Marcus, I I got asked to go in on a project that was um, building kind of the Twitch for finance, based on kind of my background in the financial education industry. They asked me to come in and become the uh, the CMO there. So I went. I went into this and I learned everything there was to learn about content creation platforms, social media platforms, how they monetize, how they recruit creators, how they recruit users, et cetera. And as I went down that path, um, I started thinking about why we didn't have one of those type of platforms specific for sports content. Um one small detail that i I left out was uh, my little side background also included me becoming a a national fantasy football analyst for six years. So I was on uh, I was on the ESPN affiliate out of Jacksonville. but before I moved to California, I was on there for six years. i I did the Jacksonville Jaguars, Your fantasy football TV show um out of Jacksonville, on the CW here for six years as well. And then I spent two years on Sirius XM on uh, various different shows and so that kind of background and in, in that space that sports media space really gave me an appreciation for how hard it is for guys to have their voice heard right and how hard it is for guys to come up and, and get discovered or or have their opinions heard so when i went down this path of the social media platform for finance i started thinking you know it's it's really difficult for sports figures uh, former athletes Um, And even just the regular guys that, you know, the the armchair quarterbacks and the wannabe analysts to really get discovered on places like Twitter and TikTok and others, um, just because of the amount of content that just clouds that landscape. It's not just sports stuff. It's everything, right? So why don't we have a place to just talk sports? So that led me down this path of locking myself in this office for (laughs) quite some time and building this kind of architecture of what would that look like? And when I did that, I, uh, I just so happened to be working on a project with a guy named Arnold Connell, who is the, um, he is the the former lead senior developer at Google. Um, he's responsible for building YouTube television. That was his mm-hmm. creation, his project, and he built that. So, you know, when you talk about a guy from a development standpoint that is at the top of his class, this is this is that guy, right? Mm-hmm. So I decided to hand this to him and say, hey, what do you think about this? You know, what are your thoughts? You've built a billion dollar platform. What do you think about this? And his response was, I'll drop everything I'm doing and build this with you right now. And when he said that, that's when I realized, okay, we might be onto something here. So that was October of last year. And we decided we were going to try to build an MVP closed beta small little app by Super Bowl and just see how the community responded. The small amount of users we onboarded. And from there, we have built, um, we have launched this app. It's called Stunt. Um, It's live in the App Store now. It's still in a beta. Um, But uh, the response has been overwhelming from the users we have that are finally like, oh my goodness, I've been waiting forever for a place just for sports content, no political stuff, no lifestyle, no, none of that, just for me to go on and talk about the game, talk about sports, launch my own show, um, create short videos, do all of the things I'm doing on other social platforms, but something specific to just sports so I can escape. And so that's where we are now. We're still in full development mode. And um, yeah, we're, we're a few months away from really launching our kind of live phase one.
0: Wow. So I heard several different things in that segment, ladies and gentlemen. I heard, you know, partnership. I heard taking his expertise and then leveraging something else and doing something else different. I heard talking to somebody and getting real honest feedback to see, does this make sense? Does this work? Can this grow? Can this be what it needs to be? So again, I'm really, really impressed by this because at the end of the day, it takes a lot to be an entrepreneur. It takes even more to be an entrepreneur that starts something that I call is truly innovative, like an Amazon, like a YouTube, like a Google, like a, you know, um, you know a Tesla, you know, like thinking about that, because again, if you want to go start, you know, a restaurant. I mean, that's great. But a lot of people start restaurants, right? If you want to go buy a franchise, well, that's great. But a lot of people have a franchise, right? So you gotta get in there. And I always tell people, I want your thoughts on this, right, Josh? In business, in entrepreneurship, right? If you're going to go into it, right? How big is it? Do you feel, especially talking about stunt, talking about you know your parts with the guy from Google and the guy who built YouTube? How big is it for you to start something that's very unique, very innovative, that's cutting edge, that can really make a huge impact and be what I call a disruptor in the industry?
1: Yeah, so the first thing you have to do is realize, is there a problem? Is there a problem that exists, right? Every great business solves a problem, Um, realistically, if you think about it. That's why the consumer is coming to you, right? That's why you're able to sell the service or the product or whatever it is. In this kind of instance of what we're building, we're not really selling anything, uh, per se, but we're bringing something to the market that solves an issue uh, for two different groups. Um, one of that, one of those groups are just average sports fans who don't want to see all the other, you know, content nonsense that's out there on every other platform. They just want to talk about the game, or they just want to, you know, talk about fantasy sports, or they want to talk about golf, or they want to talk about whatever their passion is because it's entertainment. And that's where they get their entertainment. That's where they get their escape. And on the back end of that, the second group is the guys who actually want to be discovered and says, I can do that, right? They watch they watch a sports broadcast and they say, you know, I could call that game the same way. I could do what they do. Or they listen to their local sports radio station and they say, I could have that show. I could do that. People would listen to me, right? And so there's two different groups there and we identified a problem. And we said, there are people that are really talented and have great sports takes that are never heard because they're buried amongst all the sea of all the other content. Let's give them a place where they can actually be discovered, actually be heard, actually grow a following. And who knows, maybe they end up with a big contract on one of the big networks, right? The second thing we realized was, you know, all of these people that are looking for an escape, it's hard to find one. Um, right now, especially to look at look at how Twitter has changed over just the last three or four years, right? Look at the algorithm, the the, the stuff that you're not really interested in still shows up on your feed. Um, think about other platforms like TikTok that just got banned in Montana might get banned across the rest of the country. Um, and everything else uh, that, that you use from a social perspective seems to get completely drowned in ads now seems like every second or third thing you see mm-hmm. is actually an ad and not actually, you know, real content or something you're interested mm-hmm. in. So because of that, that is what you know. We identified as the problem, and so our solution was let's build a place that kind of allows for people that are looking for this, that are true sports fans, that just want this place. Let's give that to them. So I would tell anybody out there that has an idea that wants to build something, or you know, that wants to build something revolutionary or or disruptive, as you as you called it. I love I love that word by the way. Um, if you want to build something that goes against the status quo. Think of what is the main problem that myself, I would I would love a solution for. Because I think that's the other side, Marcus. I think people try to build things sometimes that solve other people's problems, but it's not one for them. And then their heart's not in it. Um, and I think that realistically, if you're going to launch something and you're going to build a business, do it about something you're truly passionate about and identify something in your life you wish you had and it's just think to yourself i wish somebody would make this and then if they if if you think that way and you feel that way then sit down take the time to actually build out well what would be the dream case scenario for me what would that look like right like what what would i what would somebody build for me that would give me everything i wanted put all of that down create all of that step back look at it and say would this potentially change my life And if your answer is yes, and you're like, this would change my life, this would change how I, you know, do whatever I do or how I spend my time or, or this would change, you know, my, my quality of life, you might be onto
2: something that could be potentially like what you said, disruptive. Did you know that employees with caregiving responsibilities have significantly higher rates of unplanned time off from work, burnout, and over 30% ultimately quit their jobs due to the stress and fatigue of caring for their loved ones? When my father became ill from a rare condition, I could not find a caregiver to meet his specialized needs and provide thoughtful and empathetic care. The stress of this spilled over into my work life and quickly became unmanageable. That's why I created Carefluent, to provide compassionate and personalized caregiving services through a quick and easy to use platform. Carefluent can help reduce the stress on your employees. We uniquely combine our proprietary technology platform with a carefully vetted team of professional caregivers to deliver excellent service, which allows time for your employees to focus on their work. CareFluent services help to prevent stress, exhaustion, and burnout. Visit us online at mycarefluent.com to learn how CareFluent can help you retain a happy and healthy workforce, using a benefit that is affordable yet highly valuable to your employees. You know, ladies and
0: gentlemen, what I love about what Josh said that to me makes the most sense is that find something that you know is a problem for you, right? If it's travel related, if it's business related, if it's trying to find a place to share your voice related, if it's trying to connect with others and like you said, you know, it make it very easy related, you know, whatever it is find something that you have a problem with, and then figure out, do you have any possible solutions to that problem? If the answer is yes, like Josh said, you could be on to something really special. So let's talk about stunt a little bit more detail, right? What can people expect to get on this amazing platform? You talk about only sports content, videos, mm-hmm. growing following potential. I mean, let's talk about how how did Joe Rogan get the deal from Spotify he got <laughs> he built a massive following 20 right. to 30 million downloads per episode that's yep. worth your weight in gold when you can sell that you can create all types of monetary assets either financial assets like money or stocks or you know potential things of that nature. And that's what he did. And he did it before it was popular. Now everybody's trying to do it. And again, podcasting is great, but you better have an angle that you can really say, here's why you should listen to me. So my question for you, right, Josh, when we're talking about, you know, what you're doing, tell us more about stunt, like what can they expect? What is it going to be on the platform? What's the unique selling proposition and or unique buying reason they should want to get on this amazing new platform.
1: Yeah. So there's, this is kind of a, a multi-tiered answer here. So for starters, if you're just a fan of sports in general, and you just want to connect with and follow and talk with and, and be entertained by other sports fans, that's what we're trying to bring to the table. It is the first, in my opinion, um, major social media platform built exclusive for sports content. So it truly is a social media app. That's really what it is. It's about community and it's about users and content creators. And, um, that's really the core of what we're building. We're trying to give a place where voices can actually be heard. So what we did is we, we did an immense amount of research on sports fans specifically their use of social media. What mediums do they use? and we found obviously like even a guy like me you know my my number one platform and and I don't know if if this is yours as well but it's twitter i use twitter more than i use anything else um if you, if you follow me on twitter um you will see on sundays during football season i am live tweeting every jaguar game whether i'm at the stadium or whether i'm at home i am live tweeting every single game and talking about it and, and there's a lot of other people that are the same way because they have these opinions and thoughts. And so we realized that there's a lot of people utilizing Twitter as one of the main places for sports content. So what we did is we went out and we built um, a very similar version that we call takes within our stump platform that people can go and uh, and post various different types of, of sports content there the same way they use Twitter. The one thing that we're adding to that is we wanted to say, well, how could we make that experience better? And so what we're building right now is we're building the ability for this, our takes feature, which is like Twitter, to be combined with like a Reddit feature, um, which allows when you post content and somebody responds to it, that response can start an entire new thread of other comments, right? So it's almost like Reddit where there's these big long forum-like discussions, but within a Twitter-like environment. And it's all just sports content. So it's really, really great for people to get their hot takes off their opinions, their thoughts. Um, you know, share and, and trash talk against the other guys that are, you know, are talking about their team, et cetera. It's So really, really good place for that. The second thing we realized is that outside of Twitter, what what do a lot of a lot of guys use? And they use reels and TikToks and a lot of short form video. So That's the second thing we added. We added something called Sparks. It's very similar to TikTok or YouTube Shorts, which... Just so happens, you know, we've Arnold Cornell, who's our, our CPO and co-founder, he's, uh, you know, he built YouTube TV. So he knows a little something about YouTube. He knows a little about YouTube shorts. And so we built that functionality into the platform so people could be creative from a video perspective, create short videos and be able to share that with their friends and start dialogue on those videos. But the most exciting thing I think we brought to the table was, um, you know, I I know it from being an analyst for years and years, being on radio for six years, being on, um, you know, being on television for six years. A lot of people think, a lot of people say, and my friends used to say it all the time, I used to laugh, you know, oh yeah, I know you do, you know, your two-hour radio show, but anybody can do that, right? And you know this from being a podcast host, you know, get get on there for two hours and talk and entertain and and have something to say and have an opinion. Don't be wishy-washy, have a real opinion. Say it and be willing to if some, if you're wrong to take that heat later when you make the wrong call especially as a fantasy analyst oh my goodness right you you hit oh. some you hit some home runs and then later you say you know this should like start this week and he, he does nothing and next week you better be ready to take you know take your licking right because they're going to come to you and they're going to say you said start <laughs> this guy And so that's what I used to tell people all the time is if you really think you can do it, then do show it start a start a show start a podcast, you know, put your takes online do this kind of stuff. So what we did is we decided that with kind of the rise of like um, audio only rooms, we would build a better version of that for sports fans, meaning come on this platform, start your own radio show gain a following, right? do a weekly show, do a, do a daily show, um, You know, record something, download it, and launch a podcast. Uh, and what we did is we built a place where you could invite other people up on stage with you to have those conversations. You could have a live chat going at the same time so you can see what the audience is talking about. Somebody has a great take, invite them up to get on the stage with you and share that take with you. Or on the back end of that, do a commentary on a live game. While you're watching the game, launch a live room, invite some of your buddies in there, and you guys live talk about the game, similar to why Manningcast is so popular right now.
2: Mm. Do
1: something like that. When we, when we built all these features and we started putting them together, we caught the eyeballs of some pretty influential guys and we've actually brought them in house. So we've got a board of advisors now of, of of guys that work in the industry and now they're equity holding members of the company and they are, they are very well invested, but they're helping us kind of lead the charge as to um, exactly the next steps of what we're building because things that would be beneficial for them. And those guys are Michael Irvin, Trey Wingo, Mike Silver and Mark Schlerer. And those four guys, are you'll find them on the platform. You'll find them doing shows on the platform. You'll see them here. And they're giving us also their expertise on, you know what, this would be awesome if we had this, or it would be great if this was a a feature. Because I remember when I was starting my commentary, or I remember when I was starting writing, or, you know, Michael, as soon as I retired, man, I wish I would have had this, um, you know. That's the kind of advice that we're getting. So we're really serious about building something that's, you know, influential for not only just the average sports fan, but also the former athlete, spokesperson, and 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 broadcaster and how they can use an app to also benefit themselves. Um, I'll tell you the last thing about the app that we haven't launched yet. We're looking to launch it later this year. But, you know, you might be thinking to yourself, well, how, Josh, how are you guys ever going to make money with this, right? especially too, when I just talked about like the whole advertising thing and not wanting to have a place that's just completely loaded with that. Advertising is going to be something that's going to appear on social media regardless, right? So at some point we will have some sort of advertising on the on the platform, but our real goal from a revenue perspective is, and I think this is the, the, the genius side of it. Um, when we went down this rabbit hole of looking at other social platforms and who was making money and how they were making money, we realized that there was one specific company that felt like they really had it figured out from a revenue perspective and we looked at their model and we thought you know what this would be really smart for for a sports app because sports is really entertainment and so what we're building is we're building a revenue model very similar to OnlyFans, but we're building it for sports so for example if you're a former athlete like yourself and and you retire and you're like you know i know i have i have a following And I want to be able to, you know, to monetize that following. And I can't do that really on Twitter you know, that much. And I can't really do it on other platforms on TikTok on, you know, maybe a little on YouTube. But where could I go, you know, outside of Cameo to really monetize my following, like in a live setting? We're building a place for, you know, a guy like you to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to watch the game this week. And if you want to come hang out with me and, you know, get my commentary, hang out with me, chat, you know, whatever. Um, my premium subscribers on my on my Stump profile, you'll be able to come and hang out in the room with me and, and live chat with me and, and have that cool, interactive one on one experience or, or you know, group experience of hanging out with you, bringing guests, do whatever um, and have a premium paywall for various different types of sports content. Similar to if you're a fantasy analyst or you're a betting analyst or any of those type of things. Hey, you want my premium stuff? You want my lineups? You want my start sits, et cetera? It's just all my premium subscribers get that. So we're bringing that premium subscription model similar to what OnlyFans did for adult entertainment, we're bringing it for sports entertainment. And that's something we're launching later this year.
0: Love it. Josh, what a great interview. This is something that people need to understand and get concept of and grasp and start trying to connect with you and really get involved. Your project right now your project right now is in the beta stage, but it's out Find out more information. You've got great guys, Michael Urban, other guys, Trey Wingo. I mean, I know Mark Slayer, a great guy, great lineman, Super Bowl champions on the on the roster, great men, great setup, great work. I mean, that's just that's not easy to do. So that just shows you how awesome this can be. You have all these people involved from the product side to the athlete side to all this. So this is something people need to definitely get behind and get involved with. How can people connect with you, Josh, if they want to find out more about you and your awesome app and all that you're up
1: to? Well, sure. If you want to check out the app and uh, get in early, I, I tell people this all the time. If you knew what TikTok was going to be back when it was in beta, how fast would you have downloaded it and started creating content? Right. You'd be Amen, super famous yeah. right now. Right. I tell people that all the time. That's where we're at. We We have a tiny amount of users on the platform because we're not marketing it. Outside of going on podcasts like this, we're, we're not spending any money in marketing, we're building. So if you want to come and be a part of what we're building and give your opinions and your feedback and kind of grow a following super early before we pour a lot of money into marketing this product, go to thestunt.com or in your app store and, and iOS or Android, you can search The Stunt. It'll come up, download it, and get on board and, and have some combos with us. We've got shows happening every day. Uh, there are people literally uh, you know, <laughs> dropping takes all day, every day on the platform. It's really fun, really cool. And it gives you an escape from a lot of the other platforms you're on. And if you want to talk to me or find anything about my background or connect with me, I love networking. I love making connections, and I'm always looking for partnerships on various projects. So uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Just literally search Josh Carney, and I should be the first guy that pops up.
0: Fantastic. So the authentic tip of this amazing interview, when you are in business, identify the problem and then identify how you can create the solution. Again, identify the problem and how you can create the solution. That's a big factor in life, in business. And that's how you have to approach this Going forward, again, I'd like to thank our two big sponsors, Visor. Again, Visor is a great app that you can use to track your real estate investments, your cash, your crypto. They are a preferred partner of ours when it comes to having a place to go and manage and look at all of your assets, all of your things on an app. They are phenomenal in that regard. Then we also have MyCareFluent. Fluent. They are an awesome brand that helps take care of people's loved ones who are ill so the loved ones can keep working to support their families financially. Again, we thank Visor and we thank My Care Fluent for sponsoring our brand. My name is Marcus Ogden, the host of the Get Off with the Market Show. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.